Today's episode is brought to you by Small Biz Social Society. Are you sick and tired of not being seen by the right people or more people or both on social media? I see this happening to so many of you smart and talented folks out there. And quite frankly, I'm sick and tired of it. So I know you must be too. What if I told you that I have something that can help you stand out, learn social media marketing skills at your convenience, and be supported by like-minded, badass business owners? Guess what? I do. (laughs) Small Biz Social Society is a membership for ambitious entrepreneurs that I created to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have fun on social media. And make some money too. Not only is my membership packed full of value with monthly live trainings, monthly guest speakers, design templates, and caption copy templates, but it's full of go-getters just like you. We are truly becoming a family and are rising up together. Enrollment is now open and it's only open until July 29th, 2021. So go ahead and head to smallbizsocialsociety.com. Click on get my freebie so you can get your little freebie and also get a really cool special offer. Again, that's smallbizsocialsociety.com. Enrollment closes July 29th. Don't miss this opportunity to be a part of something so special. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 91. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan. Hello. Welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome back. If you've been here before, thank you so much for coming back. I just love you so much. Um, If you've never been here before, well, welcome to the party. We always talk about cool shit on this show, uh, social media marketing and beyond. And today, it's just you and me, me and you. Just the two of us. We haven't had a show just the two of us in a while. And the reason for that is because today, the day that this episode releases, which is Monday, July 19th, 2021, is a very special day in Brittany land. Okay. Maybe not in your world, but it's about to be whenever I tell you this. Okay. <laughs> Today is the day that enrollment opens for my membership, Small Biz Social Society Summer 2021. Enrollment is now officially open for just 10 days. It closes on July 29th, 2021. So that's why I wanted to have this, you know, alone time together <laughs> in today's episode. I wanted to have that connection with you. You know, I mean, there is nothing better than a badass guest on this show. I got to say, I love the dynamic that my guests bring so that it's not only you listening to only me all the time, right? It, it spice it up a little. And my guests are so smart and so talented and I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful for them. But I do love to have a solo episode here and there so we can just hang out together. So that's what we're going to do. I do have a cool topic for you today. Um, I'm going to be debunking some social media myths for you. Um, First, I just thought I would ask you how you're doing. And I know you can't answer, you know, really where I could hear you, but um, 
you know, you can answer in your mind, how you doing? <laughs> I hope you're doing okay. Um, things over here in the Crossan household are good. Um, you know, it's been, it's been kind of a wild, not kind of, it's definitely been a wild ride <laughs> for almost a year now. So if you can believe it, it's been almost a year since my husband lost his job last year in August, 2020, where we made this huge decision to just take that leap and live a different kind of life with him not returning to the corporate construction world and um, doing more uh, flexible type of work and, and, you know, just variety of things so that we can live this life where, you know, our, our family of four sees each other more often. So I cannot believe we're approaching a year of that. So it's been, oh, well, it's been a lot of things, but it's been really good overall, honestly. Um, and you have been here with me on the journey and all the way from last year in my episode where I cried called The Lonely Entrepreneur. I don't know if you have listened to that one. Um, it's quite pitiful and I almost didn't release it <laughs> because I was crying so hard. Um, but I thought, get it together, Brittany. You tell everybody to be authentic, be authentic and, and put it out there. So um, yeah, it's been a wild ride. We've had some interesting stuff recently with work and career related stuff. Like there's always something, right? Like maybe there's more work, maybe there's less work. Maybe um we're it's getting tricky with scheduling cuz he has his sales appointments and I have my appointments and all these things. So it's a little crazy over here in our household, but it's all right. That's summer break, right? That's just how it is. But at least we get to sleep in later because when the kids have to get up to go to school, we all have to wake up way earlier. And I am very thankful that I can sleep until 730. This makes me a happy camper. Um, speaking of uh, summer break and all that. So like, okay, <laughs> this is okay. It's kind of funny because obviously I work in social media. I am on my computer and especially my phone a lot, right? For actual work. <laughs> I don't tend to scroll just for fun too often, um, probably because it's my work and I don't know. I'm not, I'm already on there so much. I don't really need to like scroll for fun. But anyway, so that's why I, you know, even though I'm on my phone a lot for work, whenever I want to get away from my phone, like I don't have a problem being like, I just want to get away from my phone for like two hours, right? But my family has proven that that's not the case for them. <laughs> I don't know about your family, but uh, my husband, Ryan, uh, to call him out, he definitely he definitely enjoys being on the phone. That's for sure. Um, you know, social media, articles, listening to podcasts or books, like just all the things you do. And then the kids too. The kids on the devices, not phones. They don't have phones. They're only seven and 10. Like we're not trying to go there, but they do have iPads. And it's like – it's, it's crazy. Like, thank God I am at least somewhat technically savvy so that I can handle this shit. Like my 10 year old is going to surpass me in technical knowledge soon. And I'm pretty technical. Like I grew up in the family business where the product and service was all about marine electronics, like electronics that go on boats. And so like I always had to hear technical stuff and like we used to sell pagers and cell phones back in the day and we would actually do our own repairs and programming of things and all this stuff, right? So I had to understand technical stuff from a young age. So I get a lot of it, but my 10-year-old is a little natural whiz of this stuff and he finds joy in it. So, you know, when you find joy in something, you're going to really put your all into it. So he learns all this technical stuff 
and he he basically loaded something on my daughter's iPad that he wasn't supposed to. It's not like inappropriate, but like this extra game. And I don't feel like it's safe because there's these games where like you can talk to people on the games and um, they're little and I don't want them talking to strangers. So I try to make sure they only have the kinds of games or, or settings and blah, 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 that you can't do that. So on and so forth. Right. Well, his smart little ass like, I guess, I don't know if she asked him to or if he just offered. I really don't know how their conversation went, but he loaded up one of these things on there where you can talk to strangers, the thing they're not supposed to have. And he found a way to do it, even though I do have a lot of settings set up to prevent this. Somehow homeboy did this, right? So it's a long story. But anyway, so I find this out and I got very upset um, <laughs> with them. And so essentially their their punishment was for the whole weekend, this past weekend, um, they couldn't use their devices at all. They couldn't use iPads, video games, or um, or the computer. They could only watch regular television shows. Now, I know that doesn't sound like much of a punishment, but to them it is because if your kids are like my kids, they don't really want to just like turn on the Disney Channel or Nickelodeon. They want to like use the device and choose what to watch and play the games. So... Basically, all that to say that even though it started with a bad situation because they broke the rules and they knew they were breaking the rules because they didn't want to tell me, I had to like pull it out of them. It turned out to be so good, them not having their freaking devices for two days. It was the best thing ever. And I know a lot of you parents out there are like, I don't know if I want to go that route because, um, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> you know, the screens, the screens can be helpful. Like that might sound bad, but it's very, very true. And I think we're all guilty of that, even if we don't intend to be. Um, electronics can definitely entertain our children, especially in the summertime. So I am not a judger. I am letting them use their screens a lot more than they do during during school time. But because of the situation and they had to go without their screens, um, they were like, I mean, like they were doing stuff like playing with this little craft thing that they have. They're drawing. They're actually having more conversations with us and with each other, listening to music. I made them do extra reading time each of those days, you know. I mean, just all these different things. And it, it was just honestly a really good, um, a really good experience. So I just thought I would share that story because I know – I know that so many of you out there are like are like us. You know, you have good intentions. You set up things on these electronics the best that you can and have all these rules. Sometimes the rules still get broken. Even a good kid breaks a rule, you know, and and you go through this crap with these electronics. So it's like they're they're great sometimes and they suck sometimes. But anyway, I'm glad they had to have a couple of days without them. And now because of what they did, those little sneaky sneaks, now, another consequence is that their screen time rules and, and all the things that go along with their devices is much stricter than it used to be. So anyway, that's how it needs to be. But it turned out to be a good weekend. Everything is good here in general. I hope that you and your family are good too. I just love to have like a little chat with you like that sometimes. Um, but let's move on to the topic. So 
I want to help you out. I always want to help you out with social media and beyond anything else I can help you out with. And um, this topic is really important because it's social media myths, because there are a lot of them. And I say myth, I mean, you know, maybe not <laughs> everything is necessarily a myth by definition, but you know what I mean? Things out there in the universe that you hear, um, that, that, that go around that, that, just really aren't true at face value. And I wanted to cover a few of them right now that I hear a lot and that have been on my mind recently. And I think that it's really, really going to help you a lot. Look, I know, here's the thing. I am one of many social media experts out there giving you information, you know, whether it be through here, through the podcast or through my Instagram or Facebook or um, LinkedIn or my emails, um, all the things I do. And I know there's a lot of other people that do similar things. And I know that um, sometimes we say different things. So the first thing I want to go ahead and mention before I, before I go over this list of social media myths is that you have to remember that even a social media expert with the best intentions is really speaking from their own experience for the most part. I mean, clearly there are factual things that everyone knows and agrees on, but Otherwise, we really are speaking from experiences and everyone has different experiences. So to make it very clear and transparent, my experiences come from a variety of things. Uh, My experiences come from, yes, of course, running my own social media for many, many years and um, being like from the business perspective, from the personal perspective, from the combo perspective and actually doing the, the content creating and the work myself for myself right? I also have the perspective of doing it for a business of mine that's separate from my personal brand. Okay. So an example of that would be like the social media accounts for my company, Fun Love Media, or the social media accounts for my podcast, which my lovely associate producer, Megan, um, does the majority of the work on that now. But you know, like I obviously had to start it on my own. I also come from the perspective of doing actual client work. So Um, in Fun Love Media, one of our main services is social media management and of course content creation as well. So we actually have a variety of clients where we're logging in to their Instagram, to their Facebook, to their LinkedIn, so on and so forth, and actually creating and posting the content for them. Okay. So I'm coming from a good variety of, of sides of the story. So that's why I feel like I have some really good credibility here to be able to share this stuff with you. So social media myths. Okay. Number one, you must use the maximum amount of hashtags allowed. No, you must, you don't, you, you don't must. (laughs) Is that a thing? You don't must. No, you don't have to do that. Okay. Here's the deal with that though. And everything always has an explanation. Always keep that in mind as well. But the reason why I'm saying you don't have to use the maximum amount of hashtags every single time you post is because it can get to be essentially confusing for the algorithm. If you say, I think on Instagram, the maximum is 30, right? So right now, currently it's 30. So most people that are using hashtags, most people that are using social media period aren't you know, professionals doing things, you know, top notch perfectly and all that. Duh. That's fine. We, we know that. We all know that. Um, most of, most people out there are not, are not professionals. So here's the thing. So you might be like listing out 30 hashtags and be like, yeah, yeah, I used up all the options. They gave me 30. I may as well use 30, but you can confuse the algorithm by 
all those hashtags not flowing together and making sense and also representing that piece of content really well, right? And it can get kind of like also lost in the shuffle with all of these hashtags. So I like to recommend that you use, you know, especially on Instagram, just because hashtags are such a big deal still on Instagram, but they also matter on LinkedIn, a little bit on Facebook, but mostly on Instagram. And I say, and you can use them on TikTok too, but I say, um, you know, go with like five to 15, somewhere in that range and try to make them specific. And what I mean by that, if you're not familiar, is hashtags that have been used anywhere from about a thousand times to like under 500,000. Now, I know that's a big <laughs> that's a big number range, right? When you start to enter it in, you'll be able to see. It'll tell you how many times it's been used. Um, the reason why there's such a wide range is because I'm, you know, most accounts are not Kim Kardashian and in in having, you know, millions and millions and millions and millions of followers, right? So for a more normal-sized Instagram account, um, I would say if you if you have a really specific niche, like something really, really specific that you do, like a specialty, something really unique, and there's a community for that that's actually using these hashtags and following them and whatnot, but you know, it's pretty, it's pretty small and pretty um, narrow, then it makes sense that the hashtags you use only have a thousand uses or 3,000 or 5,000, you know, under 10,000 uses, something like that. It would make sense, right? Also, if your account is smaller, it all, you know, the numbers kind of grow together. So that makes sense. And then think about if you're a little bit of a bigger account or you're dealing with a little bit more of a broad range of stuff, like your 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 niche isn't so tight and so unique and specialized, then it makes sense that you're using hashtags that have been used, you know, 30, 40, 50,000 times, 60, 70, 80,000, something like that, and so on and so forth. You see what I'm saying? So all the numbers kind of flow together. So just think about using five to t- five to 15 for every single post on Instagram and then um, making sure that they're those more specific kind of like um, smaller to medium-sized hashtags. Like if I used – every time I post about my um, wine that I that I market as a side business, if every time I did that, I just did hashtag wine, well, I mean, it's being used like millions and millions and millions of times. It's, it's not a real effective tool anymore. And now if I was using it just for fun, say hashtag wine, it's, it's something like um, witty as a part of my caption. Well, sure, fine, throw it in there. But like it's not a tool anymore once it's being used so much. I need to be more specific and put like wine lovers unite, something like that. So anyway, that's the hashtag thing. Let's move on. <laughs> I mean, don't fall asleep, okay? Let's move on. Wake up, wake up. All right, number two. There's nothing wrong with buying followers. Uh, eh. (laughs) No. No, ma'am. No, sir. Not the thing. It's not the thing, okay? There is something wrong with buying followers, and let me tell you why. And maybe not everybody will say all of this to you, okay? But you know me. I'm here to keep it real and give you some tough love. (sighs) one of the reasons why it's wrong to buy followers is because it's just generally deceiving, right? Like just in general, it's not the best idea. Um, you're not representing yourself um, uh, in its, in your truest form. It's not right. They're, those aren't actual followers. They're like bots or maybe they're like 
people sitting there getting, you know, getting paid to like sit there and leave weird comments on things. I don't know, but they're not authentic real followers, right? So it's generally deceiving. Also, it throws shit off. It's weird, right? So while it may look cool for a sec to have a higher following, it doesn't reflect in your content engagement, right? So what really matters is that people are engaging with your content and actually like reading your stuff, commenting, asking you questions, answering your polls, like all the things you're doing and getting involved. It's social media. So if you don't have any of that going on, but you just happen to have this cool big number, what good is that cool big number doing you if it's not real people? Aren't you there to like interact and then like maybe even convert followers into buyers, you know what I'm saying? So the uh, the final reason why it's wrong to buy followers is because and I there's ways for people to figure this out nowadays, there's tools, so I don't think people are really getting away with it anymore, but also if you if you are in a business where you are doing any sort of like influencer work of any sort, whether it's um blogging, whether it's fashion, whether it's food, like anything like that, where your numbers really matter to the um, brand that you're trying to work with, well, that's wrong. If you bought followers and it looks like you have 22,000 followers and they want you to have more, of course, because they're a brand and they want to be exposed to a lot of a lot of followers, well, that's wrong that you did that. That's not true. You don't actually have 22,000 followers and that can really... Um, that can really just basically be fucked up in that kind of world, okay? Even though now I do know that they're able to start figuring that kind of thing out. So no, don't buy followers. Please no, don't buy followers, okay? Number three, third myth on the list is um, you have to go viral to get more followers. Okay, that's that's wrong. All of these are wrong, by the way, <laughs> myths. And no, you don't have to go viral to get more followers. Does going viral typically result in a rapid increase um, or faster than normal increase in your following? Yes. Especially if you're a legit account where like people can see that you're posting other stuff and you're a real person and it, you know, so on and so forth. It's not like an imitation account. Yes, of course. It does give you a boost. I've been there before. I've had many viral videos and it definitely gives you a boost for a while and it's exhilarating and it's really exciting and really fun. But that's not the only way to get followers, right? In fact, it's not even always the best way to get followers. It's just a way to have a bump and it's, it's exciting. But other ways to get followers, there's tons of other ways to get followers without spending money, right? Without buying ads. And one of those is, um, you know, making sure you're creating content that is not mediocre, that is exciting. Your version of exciting, everybody's version of exciting is different. I know my version of exciting is dancing on a treadmill sometimes. Your version is different. It's fine. But something that is exciting to your audience that they're really going to want to watch or read or look at right? So always make sure you're at the top of your game. Also, use the tools that are in front of you. Like TikTok is obviously still really fun and powerful to get out there and get in front of new sets of eyeballs. Also, Instagram Reels. Yes, I'm still preaching Instagram Reels. It is so powerful. It is a way to get in front of new people. And when new people see your stuff, then that ups the odds of you getting new followers, right? Because if nobody new is seeing your stuff, how are you going to get new followers, right? 
So definitely use the tools that are provided to you and optimize social media to get new followers in different ways. Also, um, my awesome, like I mentioned before, associate producer of the show, Megan, who is also um, a virtual assistant and helps me in other parts of my business. She recently did a um, training for the membership for Small Biz Social Society um, about engagement hacks that she uses to help an account grow organically. And she has used this for me in my business. She's used this for a couple of my clients, for her own clients. And it's really a cool method. In fact, you any any member can can have access to any guest speaker that's ever been in the membership ever once you enroll. So FYI, it's it's there from Megan. And and she talks about how to go out there and proactively engage with others for a very short period of time per day and gain new followers that way. So there's lots of ways to get new followers. Okay. Okay. Number four, you should only be on one platform. <laughs> okay. This is, an un- is going to be an unpopular opinion for other social media experts. I'm just guessing. You've probably heard that you should only be on one platform. And look, I've been in situations where I explain the benefit of only being on one platform. I understand. I get it. Um, it, it. Clearly, for some people, that's just the way they groove. And in some situations, it does make sense. But don't think that you have to go that route. You don't have to only be on one platform. You can be on all of the social media platforms if you want to, if you can handle it right? It's all about what you can handle or what you want to handle. And you make that decision. That's the cool thing about it. It's up to you. And you can choose what's best for you and your business. Just think about it. Do you think that your ideal um, customer or client is on LinkedIn? Do you? Do you think that a good bit of them are? If so, great. Post on LinkedIn regularly. Interact with people there. That's awesome. Do you think that they're also on Instagram? Sweet. You know, post over there too. (laughs) You make the choice. So when someone tells you you have to only be on one because you just can't handle more than one, give him the Ross. What is the thing that Ross does with his hands where he hits them together? It's basically an F you. But anyway, (laughs) I say, look, I can handle it Um, because you can if it's important to your business and if it's going to truly benefit your business and your brand. You don't have to just stick to just one. You can be on more than one. Okay. And the final myth, social media myth I have for you is you must be an entertainer of sorts to get video views. That is not true, my friend. Have you looked on the freaking social medias lately? Okay? No offense to some of these people, but they're not all entertainers. <laughs> and some of them are getting a shitload of views, all right? So here's the deal. There's all kinds of cool, like, tricks and whatnot to get views on Instagram Reels and on TikTok right now um, using trending music, you know, music that's popular, um, making sure and – you know, using your, your, your specific hashtags, um, making that you're making sure you're active on the app and that you're interacting with other people, um, making sure that you've got good lighting, you know, all the things, right. But you don't have to actually be like an entertainer. You don't have to be able to dance well. You don't have to be able to sing. You don't even have to be able to juggle fire. You don't, Mm -mm. you just (laughs) really need to first have the desire to get out there and create those videos, right? Also embrace it because honestly, it's a big deal right now. And if you're leaning on social media marketing to help your business, your brand, 
then you best get your head wrapped around this whole TikTok and Reels thing and just go with it, right? In your own version of it. So scroll through, look at what other people are doing to get some inspiration. People that do something similar to you or people that kind of have a similar vibe as yours, right? You don't have to do things the way other people do them. You don't have to dance. You don't have to sneeze. You don't have to juggle fire. You don't have to do any of those things if that's not real for you or if it's not your strong suit, okay? Because there are all sorts of videos out there doing really, really good. And the biggest message out of all of this with, you know, getting the views, getting the attention, getting more clients and customers from social media, all those things is sticking with it, right? You want to create and share good shit, of course. Like we don't want it to suck and we don't want to be mediocre. So like if you think that might be the case for you, you know, phone a friend (laughs) and check in and be like, "Uh, should this be a little bit more exciting? But past that, of course, is continuing to show up. You don't just stop showing up because then everything else stops, right? You've got to keep showing up on social media and that's just how it works. I mean, think about back in the day, like, you know, most of the time a business couldn't just place one ad in the newspaper ever over like a span of, you know, three months, you have one ad in the newspaper and people just flock to your store. No, Usually, I remember this because back when I was a teenager working for the family business, I helped place all the ads in the newspaper whenever I was 16, 17, 18 years old. And it would be like a time period. They would always explain that it's more effective if you're showing up in the paper every single Sunday or twice a week or, you know, whatever, however the paper worked. And all of that, same with commercials. Do you not see the same commercials or parts of the same commercial over and over again for a certain period of time on television? If you're watching any commercials, which I know you're still watching a little bit, (laughs) it's the same thing. Same thing with social media. You have to keep showing up because if you just go one time, who's going to remember that? That's not enough. Everybody's busy. So anyway, just remember, you want to keep showing up. You want to do things the way that works for you. Um, if I hope that talking about these myths was help, helpful to you because I know you're just like flooded with information sometimes. And I want you to know that you can trust me as someone to rely on for this information. I do my best to get the best information and, um, you know, and, and really just deliver it out to you based upon my own experiences and everything that I gather and read and watch and all that jazz because you deserve to have good info and you have talents and skills and knowledge and abilities, right, that deserve to be seen. And whenever I see so many of you not being seen the way you should be on social media, it pisses me off. You know, I, I was that, I was that person a few years ago. And it's a very frustrating place to be when you know what you've got. You know, you've got a good business all set up. You know you're talented, you know you're smart, and you know you have this deep desire to do cool shit in your business and with your social media, and and the people just aren't seeing it. It's very frustrating, and I just don't, I, I don't want any of you to have to deal with that anymore. 
I, I really want you to take a look at the membership. I want you to go to smallbizsocialsociety.com. Um, you're going to be able to, even if you're, if you're already on the wait list, then yay for you. You've already got your email that's giving you your special offer for your discount for enrollment. But if you're not on it yet, go to smallbizsocialsociety.com. And at the top there, you're going to see something that says, um, get my freebie. Okay. Click on get my freebie. When you do that, it's going to send you the free um, training, how to batch your Instagram reels from me. It's, it's really short. It's only like 11 minutes long. And then um, you're also going to get a special offer to get a discount on enrollment. And I want you to I want you to consider this and I want you to think about what it can do for you as your for your business and how you can improve your social media and then also start converting those followers into buyers, of course, but also how it can improve your overall life to be surrounded by this community of like-minded entrepreneurs that that they're ambitious and they're go-getters like you. I know you are. Everybody that that is in my audience is is smart and is talented and is ambitious and wants to do big shit. I know it because we're like each other. You're like me. (laughs) And if you'll head on over there, smallbizsocialsociety.com, don't miss this opportunity. It's only open for 10 days. Go ahead and get your freebie, get your coupon code, get your discount and get enrolled and get in there. Okay. Okay. All right. That's it for today. I'm going to quit talking your ear off. I want you to, I want you to go I want you to go do something that you really like today. Some It doesn't have to be groundbreaking. You don't have to go save the world today exactly. If you want to, that's fine. But also it could just be like to read 20 pages in your book. It could be to write 20 pages in your book if you're like me and you're writing a book and it's taking so fucking long to do it. But that's a whole other story. Um, if it's just sitting outside and watching the sunset. If it's watching your favorite television show, if it's cuddling with your pet, I don't know, something that you really, really enjoy, do that today and then do it tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. Always include something that makes you happy in your day every damn day. Thank you so much for listening. Go ahead and give me a follow on all the socials. Just look for Brittany Crossing. You will find me. I appreciate you so much for listening and I'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.